Welcome to your podcast. My name is Vanessa, and you're listening to Imperfect Woman. This is part two, and for the next episodes, I will be discussing and sharing with you what I'm learning from the book, Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. It is time to break those mental strongholds and really begin to live life to the purpose. Also, stay until the very end because I have a surprise for you. So let's get started. So, um, did you know that this month I'm actually celebrating my one year of podcasting, guys? Like one whole year. I honestly didn't think I'd make it past like five episodes, but here I am a whole year into it and 21 episodes later. And oh my goodness, I am so excited about this. But please stay until the very end of this episode, um, like the end end, um, because I do have a surprise for you, okay? So please just um, do stay tuned. But anyways, let's go ahead and jump into it. Last episode, I talked about what a mental stronghold was and how it can be affecting our lives. And I shared my example of having that inner vow that a man would never talk to me like that. And while that inner vow was, you know, promoting girl power and misindependence, but then I started realizing that it was also affecting me. So If you have not listened to the previous episode, I highly recommend you do the first, you do that first and, um, and also see how that inner vow was affecting me and my marriage. And then once you get done with that, then you can come back to this one. Okay. So, um, in the, in the next few episodes, I will be talking about the book, a battlefield of the mind by Joyce Meyer. And I will be sharing with you the things that I'm learning from the book. I've actually read the book several times and each time I I tend to learn just something new. So I really recommend you go and get the book. Okay. Um, in the last, um, episode, we also, we concluded that a unpleasant past experience, plus an unwanted emotion equals a personal vow, aka a mental stronghold. And mental strongholds are created to protect us from reliving a hurtful event. But mental strongholds are not godly because it also prevents us from living a joyful life, that joyful life that God has created and intended us to live in. So we're going to jump into Proverbs 23, 7. I love this verse. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. In other words, it is impossible to live a positive life with a negative mind. And all my students that um, I do sessions with will tell you this, that I'm constantly saying this. It is impossible to live a positive life with a negative mind. The book... Um, the, in the book, and also Romans 8, 5 will explain to us how we have two ways of thinking. The first, it's called a mind, uh, the mind flesh, and which is usually controlled by our desires, and we seek to gratify that flesh desires. And well, Lord knows that I fell twice today when I went back for donuts, but while the second... Now, the second way of thinking is called a mind of the spirit, which is that's when we seek to gratify God. And let's be real. This is hard. 
this one's a hard one to do because we are naturally sinful creatures and it's easier to gratify our flesh desires than you know, our, our, to maintain in that spiritual walk. But Romans 8, 12, then it warns us. And, he, and what it says is we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live now, don't think that this is talking about like death, like, oh, you will die, like like literally die. No, it's talking more spiritually. So what it's saying that if we live more for the, the desires of our flesh, spiritually, we will die. Um, whereas on the other hand, if, if we go by the spirit, that that's when we live. So in order for us to break that mental stronghold, there are two things that are vital, that are needed so at, by, the, by um, this point, you should know what your mental stronghold has been. And it, I have shared that for me, it was always, I will never let a man speak to me like that. Okay. So that's been mine. Um, so in order for us to break those mental strongholds, two things have got to take in place. Okay. And number one, I'm sorry, but we got to seek God. Like that is just straight. We have to seek God. And number two, change our thought patterns. Out of experience, I can definitely tell you that when you begin to fully dedicate yourself to those two things, life really does change. And we say that these are vital things because just like we have the vital organs, vital organs, something that we can't live without, let this also be seen as a vital need for our spiritual well-being. Now, is this easy to do? Are those two things easy to do? Absolutely not. But it is not impossible. We just cannot give up, okay? It's not going to be easy, but we don't give up. Now, Seeking God is easy. Yes, that's easy. Um, but changing your thought pattern, that's not. We have to purposely choose good thoughts. We have, um, I believe, over 6,000 thoughts in one day. So we have to be intentional about choosing the thoughts that we want to entertain. Again, not easy, but also it's not impossible. Proverbs 18.21 says that the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Another version says that the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Um, so to help me understand this particular verse, it reminded me of growing up, um, my grandma had a lot of plants, guys, like uh, she had like a ridiculous little corner where it was just full of plants. And, and I remember one particular plant that that thing just kept growing. So they kept having to move it um, from one room to another because it just, it, it, it would reach the, the ceiling. Um, but anyways, uh, one specific morning I walked into the kitchen and she, she was uh, in her little corner and drinking coffee and she was talking to the plants. So I walked in and I said, hey, grandma, I said, or mama, I call her, I call her mama. I said, hey, I said, what are you doing? And she said, oh, she said, I'm talking to the plants. Talking to the plants. Keep in mind, I think I was like in elementary or middle school. I was probably like in middle school. And I said, talking to the plants. I said, why are you talking to the plants? 
And she said, oh, you don't know? She said, if you talk good to the plants, they grow more. She said, watch, come here. So I lean over there and she grabs one of the plants and she starts to, to gently caress the, the big leaf that the plant had and starts talking beautiful words to it. Oh, you're such a beautiful creature. Jesus has made you so perfect. And, and I just remember like I looking at her and she goes, look, look, look. She said, the, the plant is, um, it's moving. I think it was like, like, like barely like quivering or something like that. And I looked at her kind of like, okay. I said, Grandma, I said, that's probably the AC. I said, oh my goodness. So anyways, I walked off. Dude, if you know anything about this, you have realized that. Okay, actually, it, it took me into my adult life that to realize that this is true. Studies have proven and shown that if you speak good to your plants, they will grow so speak kind to yourself. This is what I'm oh, this is where I'm getting to. But speak kind to yourself because what you thinketh in your heart, so you will be. If our words, our tongue has the power of life and death to a plant, then you know what? I am dedicating myself to speaking life into my goals, into my career, into my marriage, into my children. And I refuse to stop there because I will speak life to those around me as well. And today I want to speak life to you as well. And I want to encourage you to start doing the same thing and to start speaking that life, not only to the plants around you, but start speaking life to everything that comes around you, to your situation, to your negative situations, to your good situations, to your children. Teach them. Let this be a generational um, intention for us to teach our kids what speaking life into things look like. It is time to start tearing to start tearing down that mental breakdown and really start speaking life to yourself. But just don't give up because it's not easy. When we start to do this, we are trying to start reprogramming our mind. So think of it like that. You are reprogramming your mind, a mind that has been holding a belief and a vow that was created out of hurt and lies from Satan. And suddenly you're trying to just change the whole thing. Let me tell you that out of my own experience, I can tell you, I can tell you that if you allow God to just reprogram your mind and seek his help, you truly begin to live a happy life and enter into your purpose. And this is what I feel like we all long for in life. So if you are having a hard time, really seek God's help. This is a process that will take little by little. It, it's not a process that it's going to be uh, within a f- couple of months and you're, you're going to start noticing. No, it's, it's a very little by little. And can I be honest with you? You're going to fail. You will fail many times. While reprogramming your mind, you're going to fail multiple times. And a way of, of, of thinking is do not let that though is Okay. Do not let that discourage you. Okay. This is a slow process. So make sure to celebrate and be proud of all those small achievements that you notice that you're making. The book warns us how Satan will use discouragement and condemnation to stop you. 
So when you feel discouraged, remind Satan. Remind Satan that you are walking in the spirit. So don't you dare receive that condemnation that he's trying to bring you today. And know that your victory will come little by little in those small challenges that you are achieving. Satan will try to discourage us. Get this, okay? Get this coming part. Satan will try to discourage us because he knows that discouragement kills hope. And without hope, people will give up. And if we give up, we're not going into our purpose. The the Bible repeatedly tells us to not get discouraged. And this is why, because if there's no, if we get discouraged, um, then, then there's no hope. When discouraged starts to cloud over you, stop and think about what thoughts have you had throughout the day. Uh, did you? I, I'm going to say this again, okay? Did you catch this? When you start to notice yourself discouraged, discouraged in your marriage, in your relationship, in your career, when you know, when you sense that that the spirit of discouragement, stop and think about. What thoughts have you had all day? What thoughts have you entertained all day? And if they sound anything like this, this is too hard. Dude, I'm not going to make it. I always fail. I don't know why I keep trying. It's just not going to work. I always feel like I pray to God, but I'm pretty sure God doesn't even listen to me. God, do you even, are you even listening to me? Okay, if your thoughts sound anything like that, Well, no wonder you're discouraged. Remember, you become what you think, and our words have the power of life and death. Again, it is impossible to live a positive life with a negative mind, so it is time to start making those changes. A change of thoughts could sound something like this. You know, yesterday was a hard day, but thank God today's a new day. This seems like this whole changing your thoughts is taking a long time, but I know that I'm making progress. So that's what it can sound like. That's what um, some examples can be. But I have to be honest with you. I have to be honest and transparent about this. But when I first started the current career that I'm in, guys, I'm going to be honest. I hated my job. I absolutely hated everything about it. I hated talking to people. I hated driving to the nearby towns. I hated having one-on-one sessions. I didn't understand why I was placed in this um, position. So I... After, after, some, after some time and situations, I started to seek God, okay? And it wasn't until I started seeking God and I decided to renew my mind that that's when I started noticing the change. Now, I will tell you that um, I began to find purpose because of my job. I found my purpose within the place that I felt discouraged, and even the whole traveling, because I, I would, well, I don't as much anymore, but um, I would have to travel like to like the outside um, towns. And I found enjoyment in that. I started finding, I, I started seeing it like a self-care where I would actually look forward to the drive. And um, at one point, I remember friends even like making jokes, jokes that I was like the negative Nancy and just had a negative outlook on everything. And 
because of my negative out, uh, my outlook, then that produced my negative words. Those were negative as well. And therefore my actions and life was just negative. When I asked God to restore me, that's when it began to change. Now, don't get me wrong. I still have ways to go and I can definitely be negative at some points, but I have improved and changed so much. So begin thinking positive about your life. Practice seeking those positive things in your everyday situations. Um, even if you're in a negative one, um, always expect something positive to come out of it. All things work together for good. Romans 8:28 tells us, and we know that all and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him and who can, and who have been called according to his purpose. I'm going to underline the word purpose. The book gives us an example of what this uh, may look like, of how to change our thoughts. But um, for an example, let's say that you plan to go um, out shopping and your car won't start. So a thought could, could look like, oh, I knew it. This always happens to me. But instead, because you're currently working on changing your minds, um, a thought could look or sound something like this. Well, it looks like I can't, I can't go right now, but maybe later. Once I get it fixed, then I'll, I can go shopping then. There might be a reason why I need to stay home at this very moment. So it's all about how we start changing our thoughts. And if you have trouble doing so, because you will have trouble, again, seek God for help, okay? Don't fall apart if your plans fall apart. Recognize your thoughts during the process because a negative person will never enjoy anything. A negative person complains, they murmur, they find faults, and bottom line is, Nobody likes being around a negative person. Look, I'm just glad that God has taken me out of that state of being, and now I can really live my life in purpose and truly happy. Now, again, I'm not saying that, you know, everything's been peaches and cream, and um, sure, things have happened. I just now have a different outlook on things. So I made the choice to break my mental stronghold. And you know what? I've actually never said this before, but as of today and while I'm recording, I am officially breaking my mental stronghold and that inner vow of not letting a man speak to me like that. And I've actually decided I am going to create a new inner vow. So you guys hold me accountable to this. My new inner vow is to honor, respect, and ultimately have fun and love on my husband. That's my new inner vow. So today I want to challenge you to seek for the positive, seek for the good, seek the good that today brings, seek the good that the situations in life bring. So if you are currently in a bad situation, whether your car broke down or maybe something more, then look at the positive in it. And also break your mental stronghold. It is time to stop the, the, that mental stronghold and create a new one. Create the new mental stronghold that's going to really bring purpose and life. It is time to expect good things and to live life to the fullest and in purpose. 
I hope that today's episode has brought something positive to your life. If it has, help us reach more women by sharing the podcast and also leaving a five-star review. Not on just mine, but leave a five-star review on all your favorite podcasters. It really does make it easier to reach out and empower more women. If you would like to be a guest or have any suggestions on future topics, email me at imperfectwomenpodcasts at gmail.com. I encourage you to live your life to the fullest. We'll chat soon. So I am so glad that you have made it this far. Like I said earlier, this month I am celebrating my one year anniversary of podcasting and I am so grateful with God and of course with you for supporting me through this. So, um, this Thursday, August 25th, 2022, I will, it will be the one year mark of when I release my very first episode. So to celebrate and to show you my gratitude, can you please let me treat you to a free Starbucks coffee? So what that means is that this coming Thursday, August 25th, I will be making a post on my Instagram page with the barcode. And all you have to do is use that barcode and scan it at your local Starbucks. So this post won't say much, but if you know, you know. <laughs> Again, thank you so much. Thank you guys for really supporting me in this one year, supporting me and of course my calling. We'll chat soon.